What's up, internet? How are you all today? We've got a fucking short one today, because, um, yeah, work commitments and shit. Unfortunately, that's why I'm never around, We you know, got to earn that dollar. So, I hope you're all doing alright, I hope you're all doing well. This is episode 19, which is amazing. We're nearly at 20, that's twice as much as I thought I'd do over time. Um, I hope you guys are all doing great out there. going to be a bit more mellow than usual today, because we're going to do a nice little calm story time. Um, on one note though, uh, if anyone has seen the announcement from yesterday that the new fucking Witcher game got announced, we don't know what it's about, we don't know anything, we saw a Witcher medallion in snow, I think that might be School of the Cat, which could be interesting. I fully believe the story of Geralt to be over now though, I don't think they're going to go by that route, because it literally says a new saga begins, so I think they're going to go for a completely different story than the story of Geralt and Ciri. It'd be nice to like see recurring characters if like you know when the game comes out but we'll see where that goes and we'll see what news comes out and what happens with that also uh we now have two friends of the podcast which is amazing so we've got the ogma academy which is a D group of dms uh they run games paid and free and they are there to support and help new players to D. uh very very friendly people i've been in the group for about two weeks now just been chatting to some people been chatting to the guy who runs the group and the website uh, they have a Discord server, they have a website, the link to the website will be in the description here. And I said I'd throw them, you know, what little support I can via this. The other one is Lorcon Miniatures, who um a small miniature store for like, you know, D D paraphernalia, like minis and stuff like that. Not just D D, but that's a lot of what would probably be involved. Really good quality work. Um really, really friendly dude. I spoke to him a bit as well. Um, so yeah, nice people all around for both of those groups. There'll be descriptions um, and links for both in the description of this is what I was trying to say. And yeah, they're just nice people that I thought I'd throw a little attention at. Because they're, again, growing communities. I don't have a community, but you know, fuck that. Um, on that note, let's do music. Yay, music! Welcome back ladies and gents, so as I said this is going to be a relatively short one probably, and we're back. So like I said, uh, episode 19, happy you're all here who listens to this, um, we'll probably do, like I said, a bit of a short one today because I've got work and have many hours and I've still got to sleep. So we're going to do story time, a story of Norse mythology, the theft of Thor's hammer. And I'm going to add like a little, little personal thing to this, I have been enamoured with Norse mythology for years, probably the majority of my adult life, uh, to the point where I get tattoos that look all Viking-y and Nordic-y and they just look cool. So I've also read innumerable books, uh, especially Neil Gaiman's or yeah, Neil Gaiman's uh, Norse mythology, which is a fantastic read for anyone interested in the subject matter. I'm not going to directly read the story straight from that. I've done my own thing, but you know, I thought I'd be cheap if I did. But I hope you enjoy. I'm going to add some. Nice little relaxing sound effects. Like a fire. There we go. So, our story begins the way all good stories begin. In the bedroom. Not in that way, though. The mighty god Thor. The Thor, god of thunder, strength. The guardian of the gods. The giant slayer himself. He woke up one day. And as he got up, scratched his beard, probably looked lustfully at his wife 
He soon noticed that something was wrong, something was missing. It was the Hammer Mjolnir, it was not where he had left it. Now, Thor, though not known for his great intellect and being a bit of a simpleton and a simple brutish warrior, could make a logical deduction. After searching high and low, everywhere he thought it could possibly be, he knew who to ask about the hammer. Loki, his brother, the trickster god. Now, Thor and Loki did not always get along. Loki being the god of trickery and cunning and was always playing cruel practical jokes on the other gods and on mortals. He asked Loki very calmly and very, you know, nicely, Good day, have you seen my hammer? Uh, Loki kind of, wait, what? Ford then roared at the top of his lungs. Have you stolen my hammer? Uh, a bellow that could be heard throughout the halls of Asgard. Uh, now, Loki at this point kind of didn't know what was going on, or so the tale leads us to believe. He immediately was kind of, well, um, no, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, Thor proceeded to pick up Loki by the throat and the scruff and threaten him again. Have you stolen my hammer? Uh, Loki again said, no, I have not stolen your hammer, but I will help you look for it. For if it wasn't in Asgard, then where was it? The two of them went to Freya, the most beautiful of goddesses and queen of the Valkyries. Valkyries obviously being the ones who choose who enters the halls of Valhalla to dine and battle with gods. Freya um, saw the truth in Loki's eyes that he had certainly not stolen Thor's hammer, but he asked a boon of her that he may borrow her white feather cloak. She realised the importance um, in losing Mjolnir, that Thor was the guardian of Asgard against all threats, and without Mjolnir, surely danger must befall Asgard. Loki took a, the cloak upon himself and with a clap became a white raven and flew off into the worlds until he came upon the land of the giants of Jotunheim. In that land sat the king of the giants, Frim. He was massive, he was the king of the frost or ice giants, black-haired, black-bearded and filthy. He was grooming his herd of horses. Now that's something you should know. Giants are very big, very strong, but they're dumb bastards. They don't do smart things. They make terrible decisions. They are not the clever boys. But they had something to them. Almost simple cunning. An ability to use magics to trick and cause illusion. Especially in the story of Utgard Loki. Who tricked Thor and Loki. So Loki visits Flynn and he calls out, Loki, how is everything in Asgard? Why are you here? Loki stayed above his reach and called down. Ah, Thor's hammer is missing. Frim laughed and, oh, I know that. I buried the hammer eight leagues beneath the earth. In response, Loki was very confused and asked what did Frim want of him. It was quite simple. He wanted Freya to be his bride. Loki flew back to Asgard, removed the cloak and turned himself back to himself. Thor... Thor grabbed him. What did you find? Where is my hammer? Have you found the thief? Loki simply sighed and said, Thor, your hammer is lost forever. Thor, the only way to get it back is for Freya to marry the king of the giants. No. Freya was furious at the implication that this conversation was having. 
that she, a goddess, the queen of Valkyries, would be asked of her her kin to marry a giant just for the sake of a hammer. This was viewed as a big deal, and the council of the gods of Asgard was called. For without his mighty hammer, Thor, although an extremely powerful and strong warrior, would surely find himself overmatched by the armies of giants that would soon assail the gates, seeking conquest and vengeance for Thor's many, 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 many murders of giants. It was decided that a trick would be played, uh, helmed by Loki, and Thor, the least tricky of gods and the most. Thor would adorn himself in traditional bridal gowns and garments, uh, jewellery and such, and he would pose as Freya. Uh, he had to wear a heavy veil, for he had to hide his face, his mannish hands and his huge girth, because he's a big boy for... Imagine a big ginger professional strongman, that's how I always imagine him, not like Chris Hemsworth. Loki agreed to go with him to this sham wedding, um, and disguise himself as one of Freya's handmaidens. So they proceeded to Jotunheim, atop Thor's chariot, pulled by his two goats, whose names will come in another story. Thryn, confused at first, has, oh, have I been betrayed? Is Thor coming to kill me? No, oh, okay, I can see it's my bride driving the wagon. Right, I'm with you. Because although he knew magic, uh, Thor was not disguised by magic, he was disguised by makeup, address, and jewelry. Because smart people do smart things Frim greeted his wife uh, his wife to be rather and was confused and turned to Loki in disguise why does she not speak oh because she's been so excited to marry you that she shouted herself hoarse oh okay that makes sense come in come in come in, come in. he invites them into his great hall for a feast to celebrate the impending nuptials which is an interesting word that I don't often get to use in conversation now this all satisfied the giant king, and when the feast began, his bride ate an entire ox, ate whole salmon and all of the cakes, and washed it down with four barrels of ale, leaving, funny enough, everyone else at the same table to go hungry. Fryn again became suspicious, and was, how can she eat so much? Uh, I've never seen a woman pack it away so heavily. Well, of course, my lord, I'm sure so happy when she said to be a wife, she hasn't eaten anything in eight days. You know, she's been starving herself just thinking of you. Ah, oh, this again satisfied him. Late in the face, he thought it was a good idea to steal a kiss from the bride. Ah, uh, you know. But upon looking into Thor's angry, bloodshot eyes, he was terrified. And he was like, oh, I, I've never seen her eyes like that. They're red and horrible looking and they look angry at me. And oh, no, 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 my lord, my lord, my lord. Come from Loki. It is simply that she was so excited to be your wife, she hasn't slept in eight days, she's exhausted, the poor girl, and Flynn, Flynn again was, ah, of course that must make sense. Well, onwards and upwards. Now at some point during the feast, Flynn's sister came up to Thor and said, you better give me all your jewellery. This is a big castle, accidents happen, just saying. Thor was not happy about this, he does not like being threatened, he does not like being threatened by people he would traditionally smash with a hammer. However, Frim eventually called for the nuptials to proceed and the marriage to take place and they stood upon the altar and he said, bring me the hammer of four. Let that be a symbol of our devotion to each other. And he gave his beautiful, blushing husband, bride, man, lady, 
the hammer of four. For the first time that night, four smiled and looked up and took off the veil and the gown and the jewellery and revealed himself to be four. He proceeded to kill every single person at that wedding in a fit of rage and vengeance, the likes of which the world will hopefully never see in real life. And that, children, is the story of the theft of the hammer. So there's your story time all out of the way and done. I said like some weird tangenty thoughts while I was talking about that, so I thought I'd like expand on my thought process because I was thinking about Elden Ring at the time because I jump on bandwagons apparently. Is anyone else just... I'm not going to shit on the game because it's actually a pretty good game. Is anyone else sick of this fucking method of storytelling where it's just like, oh, you've got to read item descriptions and... Just tell me a fucking story, for God's sake. I don't get it. I know Dark Souls like broke the, broke the mould of that shit like years ago, like a million years ago now. Like, I remember Demon Souls doing that. Um, the thing is, everyone like gives it like, oh, it's the best story ever. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a, it's not a good story. If I have to fucking put your story together based on very, 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 very vague things that are probably wrong, it's not a story. You're just leaving random lore laying around. There's no cohesion to it, and I'm sick of this people fucking sucking its dick for the storytelling. It doesn't have storytelling. Like, that might just be me, though. I like traditional, this is your narrative, blah, 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 figure it out, cunt. I don't like the whole... We're not going to give you any story or any narrative. We'll give you some background lore that you won't understand unless you go out and find all of the hidden somethings in the bajingles. You know what I mean? Like, it's just effort. Like, I'm not a completionist. I don't fucking try and 100% games. I play games because I enjoy the story. I enjoy it less if I have to fucking go out and find obscure bits of lore that I have to try and remember for the next time I find a bit of lore 500 hours later. Like, you can have good background lore and good subtle storytelling while still having an actual narrative that makes sense. But, you know, I'm, I'm probably in the minority. I mean, I like the game well enough, but I know people are really into it. Personally, I think Horizon is the stronger of the two, but that's just me. I don't... I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I've played a few of these games, I'm just like, okay, they're good, but they're not special. It's manufactured difficulty because it's so clunky. You want to play a hard game? Go play Ninja Gaiden. That was a fucking hard game, but it was smooth back in the day, back on the original Xbox. That's the, that's, I, I just don't get it. I don't get these fucking trends. I don't get these people that think every time From Software releases a game, it's the next coming of Christ. I mean, I don't mind a Souls-like. I mean, I've played most of them. I like Hollow Knight. I like difficult games. But does anyone remember the first Devil May Cry? That game was hard as balls. I beat that as a kid, got it a few years ago on PC and couldn't beat it. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. i got to get good. I don't know. I just, I get I get real sick of toxic internet communities. That's why I try and fucking stay away from Reddit nowadays. Like, I want a D&D Reddit. Not since left. And honestly, the people on there, guys, like, fucking... How, I'm a DM, this is a question I'm asking. How do I balance this encounter? Get better at the game. Alright, mate, it's not helpful advice. It's advice I've given people, but I try and deliver it in a constructive way. Stop being a fucking noob. I mean, you were a noob once, sir. Remember that. It's, it's just me. Like, I'm not a sensitive person by nature. Like, I don't really give a fuck what people say to me or, or about me. But it just really annoys me to see just blatant 
I don't know, arseholishness on display for the sake of arseholishness. And I'm the first one to admit I'm a bit of a prick. But there's being a prick with a level of humour and being able to deliver information in a certain way that is still helpful while sort of hiding it behind an insult and just saying, be better, cunt. Fuck you, man. Well, that was an annoying little rant. Again, I, I, I don't know. I try and create, a, despite my character and my nature, which is very obvious by now after 19, 20 episodes, I do try to create a positive influence and a positive space in the world, which I think is important. That's why I'm doing this, to add, like, you know, a little bit of joy, a little bit of happiness, because, you know, people that listen to this and enjoy it, it'll, like, brighten their day a little bit, and that's, you know, the only reason I would like to do anything, which is a bit sappy for my liking, personally. I mean, that was shit, but... I don't know. Maybe I'll just do a high episode of my fucking tangents one day. See what happens. Right. Love you all dearly. Happy um, you listened. And listened through that rant. Whoever you are. I mean, god damn, I wouldn't have. Um, if you want to get in touch, it is at letstalkfantasy93 at gmail.com. Uh, there will be a Facebook link in the description and the links to the friends of the podcast and the music used. So, have a good one, guys. Uh, enjoy life. Don't be around toxic people. And if you are... Break their fucking nose. Ta-ta.